Now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTools app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Hi, I'm Jens Andersen and I work for Danfoss Cooling as an application specialist. Today I'll talk a bit about using several compressors for controlling the capacity in a cooling system. I'll try to keep it on a relatively simple level, because some of the details may be difficult to explain without having to actually looking at a diagram or a graph. So let's start out with a simple 10 kilowatt system. Let's just say it's a cold room for cooling down vegetables, like leeks for instance. The leek vegetable is a bit difficult to store for longer periods, but you can store them for a couple of months at 0 degrees Celsius or 32 degrees Fahrenheit with a very high humidity, like about 95% relatively humidity. Now let's assume that the harvest is starting, so the load of the storage facility is at its highest. But once a couple of tons of leeks has been cooled down, the cooling capacity can be reduced quite significantly as long as there's not much traffic in and out of the room. But let me first start with a quick clarification before we go into details. When I'm talking about the compressor capacity, it's in fact the suction pressure which is the indicator, or in other words, when the suction pressure falls, there's need for more cooling capacity, which means that more refrigerant is needed in the evaporator, which then again means that we need more power for the compression. So, whenever I mention capacity, just think of suction pressure. So, we have a couple of possibilities in how to control the capacity. One would be to speed regulate the compressor. Another could be to divide the peak load into smaller sections or parts. As an example, it could be divided into three or four so that each part could take 33% or 25%, depending on what you prefer or what the system price allows. But let's just for the sake of argument keep it simple and say we divide the peak load up into four. That means that the 10 kilowatt peak capacity is divided up into four 2.5 kilowatt compressors. It also means that when peak capacity is not in demand, you simply shut off any number of compressors that are not needed. Let's say with low room traffic only 2 kilowatt is needed, which means that only one compressor will suffice during low load conditions. We can calculate the running time of the single compressor as follows. Cooling need, that's the 2 kilowatt, divided with the size of the compressor, the 2.5 kilowatt, equals 0.8. This is the time factor, the 0.8. So if we want running time per hour, we take 60 minutes times the factor of 0.8 equals 48 minutes every one hour. Anyways, that's the easiest part. So let's re return to the rack of four identical compressors, each with 2.5 kilowatt capacity. With this setup, it's just a question of switching on any number of required compressors, like if you need 5 kilowatts or 7.5 kilowatts, you switch on two or three compressors. 
Now obviously the compressors will need to operate in parallel, like side by side, and thereby share both suction and discharge lines. So the piping in the setup will require check valves at least in the discharge lines. The suction side is quite a bit more tricky because of the oil return distribution. First, you'll need to have the common suction line absolutely level. Then, if you encounter a strictly mechanical method of oil distribution, there could be a few different ways of setting up the suction pipe. So, I'll describe just one way of setting it up. You'll need to arrange the single suction line coming from the evaporator to be right in the middle of the four compressor lines. And, and that's not very easy, actually. With four compressors, you'll need to have a second distribution line, so that the first is divided into two lines out, each running to the next distribution line right between the next two line out. Complicated? Oh yeah, indeed. So what else could we do? Well, you will need an oil management system to keep each of the compressors well supplied with lubrication. So usually it would mean an oil separator in the suction line with the oil running to a reservoir from which the oil will be distributed to the compressors as needed. One of the typical problems with parallel compressors is oil starvation. So if you meet such a setup in service situations, be sure to check that each and every one of the compressors gets sufficient lubrication. And that is not less important in the setups I'll talk about now. Because what I've just described before with four identical compressors is probably the most simple that you can meet. But there are a couple of issues that needs to be addressed in such a rather simple setup. First, let's number the compressors from one to four. Number one is, yeah, number one. Unless we do something, that particular one will be running close to always. And number four will only run maybe once a year. And that's also not really great. So we introduce what we at Danfoss calls load sharing, which is a timer system that let all compressors run for the same amount of time over a defined period, like a month for instance. This means that number four compressor will start first, number three, etc, 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 so that any of the four compressors will start at any given time that the algorithm in the controller decides. Now, if one of the four compressors was equipped with a speed control, an inverter or frequency converter, the situation changes somewhat. Not a lot, but it would mean that in case the capacity requirement changes to something that doesn't add up to 2.5, let's take for example 6 kilowatts, you of course have two compressors running full, the variable speed compressor, the VSC, running at 40% capacity. And you calculate that as 1 kilowatt divided with the capacity of the compressor of 2.4 kilowatt times 100 to get it in percentage. In such a setup, the oil management system is even more relevant, so you will need to deal with the oil return issue. But why do all four compressors have to be of the same size, capacity-wise? The answer is, they don't. There's no problem in having the VSC of 2.5 kilowatt, one 5 kilowatt, 
and another fixed speed one on 2.5 kilowatts. So all in all, you have three compressors. That should cover any capacity demand you could think of between approximately 0.5 kilowatts and 12.5 kilowatts. What? 12.5 kilowatts? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing that the VSC can run over speed because of the frequency converter, which means that it can deliver about 200% of the rated capacity, or in this case, 2.5 kilowatt extra. Well, you could also have the VSC as a 1.25 kilowatt compressor, and then you would have a max capacity of 10 kilowatt again, and you would still be covered in any in-between capacity as a VSC would still be able to cover the gap between 2.5 kilowatts and the 5 kilowatt compressor. And it would actually also result in the system being able to run even at a very low load situation, like less than 0.1 kilowatt, which is probably not really going to be needed in reality, but well, you know, possibility is at hand, you never know. All the fixed speed machines can have unloaders, often built into the compressor. The order in which the different compressors are started may vary differently on the system design. If it's a VSC starting first, ramping up the capacity, or if it's one of the fixed speed compressors first, then the VSC machine to trim the capacity to the actual need, maybe even turning off the first fixed speed to obtain the required capacity. But regardless, you will indeed need a controller for this. And guess what? You can use the Danfoss AKPC551. AKPC stands for Adapt Cool Pack Controller, and the 551 is one of the more used controllers, or a few other types of the AKPCs for that matter. As long as they fit your system configuration, and the great thing about the 551 is actually that it can also control the condenser fan as well, which is not such a bad idea. Obviously, the condenser capacity will need to match the cooling capacity requirement, plus the ambient temperature, so controlling the fans of the condenser is indeed a nice add-on, if not a necessity. I'll very, very briefly touch upon the most important issues with the 551, so you're not going to get full verbal manual here. You'll still need to check the instructions and the data sheets. The AKPC551 can on its own control up to eight compressors, which could be divided up into two suction groups, like medium and low temperature groups, and a few different types of compressors as well, including also external control unloaders. But please refer to the manual for far more details in, in, and guidance. The key sensors are the suction line monitoring, the suction superheat and the suction pressure, along with the discharge temperature and condensing pressure. To that comes also the safety installations, the high and low pressure switches, and depending on compressor types, additional sensors. The 551 is fairly simple to set up, with a graphical display and a wizard to guide you through the entire setup. 
I hope that I could give you a small insight into the topics of parallel compressors, and please let us know if you have questions or comments to this episode of Chilling with Jens. And we hope to see you around another day for another podcast. Meanwhile, please feel free to check out the many free e-lessons from Danfoss, where we have more than 190 different courses ready for you to join. Thank you!